Welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street. This is a first, actually, episode. We have all been in the same room together. So, a little... Big moment. Big, big moment, moment for us. Big, big moment. moment. We have finally touched down in spring training. Rel was the only one that clapped when the plane landed. <laughs> I No, I was I was talking about that. Yeah, you, you that was the first thing you asked me when I landed, was if I was a clapper. And immediately, I wanted to turn Because I wanted to know. I, I, at that point, I didn't really want to know you in person anymore. Well... Just stop, <laughs> stop, stop counting your chickens, Chandler. You have, we're done with that. But I wanted to know because I, obviously a lot of people haven't been on planes in a year. Actually, it's funny for us because last time I was on a plane was a year ago for a spring training trip last year. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's like a big how far we've come moment. But last time I was on a plane, every time I'm on a plane, People when they land, and this is a question to everybody, I guess. Do you clap on the plane when they land? Because it's a big thing. Like, hey, you're, no, it's not, it's never not. been on a plane where they we've clapped I, before. I have never been on. I, last year, we were me and Dave were both on the plane. They didn't clap either. Never ever. Either flight. Okay, but I, I like I said to you guys, I'm not the first to clap. But if the whole plane is clapping, I start. I'll, I'll do. You'll boom. I will not. There's boom. one boom. time. One time it's turbulence. acceptable to clap on a plane, and that's if you just landed over the mountains in Afghanistan <laughs> and pulled in. Then you can clap. If you clap when you pull into Bagram Air Force Base in Afghanistan, go ahead. You know what? You got. You made it through the mountains. You know, without getting blown up by terrorists, you may clap. If you just made it from fucking New York to Tampa, put your hands in your pocket. Watch some Netflix, (laughs) and let's let's get out of here. All right. But I just wanted to bring that to light because a lot of people haven't been on planes in a long time. And planes still work? No, shut up. You know what I mean. We we went through a fucking global pandemic, and now it's seeming like we're on the way out of it, hopefully. But another thing that I noticed, people just flat out, like, clapping aside, people have flat out lost their... And they never had etiquette. I mean, I don't know if that's because of the That same person, I think, would have done the same thing. I think it depends on what airline you fly. And where you fly out of. We weren't on Spirit, so that's nice. Dude, I'm telling you, everyone's nicer on Spirit. Everyone has those nice, like... Mutual yeah, everybody's happy that they spent happy, that happy to be yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it, you, but you, well, it was your turn to fly the plane. Yeah. You did okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I didn't sp- land in the water? <laughs> Guess the water. what? I spent $32 and I made it alive. You know, high five everybody. Yeah. You know what? If that's the case, clap away. But if you're on any airline that you're not worried about running into a tree every time you take off, I mean, if there's the a pockets. tree that's that big. <laughs> Let's move on. So, Labor Taurus. So, that was a nice little intro. Let's play the intro song, huh? Should I sing? It's not working. (laughs) I'll edit that in post. Keep keep this part in, too. Soundboard ain't working. But uh, what would an episode be without technical difficulties for us? Yeah, we've only been dealing with them for two hours today in person. I think it's on brand to not figure it out ever. Uh, One thing has to be wrong. We always have to almost figure out. <laughs> so, Glaber Torres. What do we think about Glaber Torres? Favorite Yankee player. 
Favorite Yankee player. That's a bold statement. At this current moment in time, Glaber Torres is my favorite Yankee. We were talking about this before on the Clint episode, and I was saying he is, he has become my favorite Yankee very quickly just because he's so exciting. And I think, obviously, one thing to be said about Glaber, too, is he obviously is having, he had a down year last year. We don't even need to dissect the numbers right now. Everybody knows he had a down year for Glaber Torres because the year before that, he almost had 40 home runs. He had 38 home runs, and we, we got a taste of what he could do. And we were even having the conversations on his world call last year because we made the connection to Miggy, and we were saying, I mean, if Glaber can make this kind of stride in year two, and Miggy was better than Glaber was in his rookie year, like that whole conversation in one year. But regardless... It was fun to make that conversation, and then Glaber has this down year, so to speak, and a lot of people are down on him, and one thing I did want to bring up, and we're talking about this before we got on the air too, is his. I invest in baseball cards, as I'm sure a lot of people listening were baseball fans, we do this, it's fun. Um, his card is so down too, so I tweeted about this back when we weren't in Twitter jail, that he is getting disrespected by a, the whole league. Yeah. Because, and that is shown in his card value. His card value, I bought him for like 80 bucks. And that is not high. He's already gone up to 100 bucks. But I think that's a good indication of how the league views Glaber Torres. And it's just after 60 games. And he really didn't have a horrible year. He was hurt. And he was fat. He was hurt and fat. I think so he's not fat so are all of us. Yeah, so the rest of the Yankees. Yeah, we're all working. <laughs> we all went through. <laughs> I think the issue is that like it's hurt and fat. <laughs> that like the the like Labor's amazing rookie season was kind of outshined by Andujar's because Andujar had the better he season. He was the rookie of the he, year. He had the better. He had the better season. He was rookie of the year. Otani, we've given it. You've done. You've done great. But no, 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 no. Don't even give Otani credit. It hasn't done. I'm great. T- if you, mm, he's gonna do it this year. He's done very mediocre. He's gonna do. It and Duhar deserved that. We're not talking about that right now. This isn't the Otani episode or yeah. the Duhar episode. What I'm trying to say is that so so far, like his best season to date was outshined by Duhar, and his season after that. It was a 60-game season, and mm-hmm. was hurt, and just didn't play to what we expected him to play at, which is fine, because I think, again, he's fucking, what, 23 years old? Like, he's still going to be a, you know, he's superstar in the Yankees for years to come. Like, there's no doubt about that. You bring up, you know, it was a good segue into my next point. So, he was, you said superstar. Yes, yeah, on and, the Yankees, and, I, and I'm not, and on the Yankees, on the well, Yankees. In, in life too, because if you're a superstar on the Yankees, you're a superstar in the league. That's not true. Exactly. I think, I that think, is true. That is, that that's a hundred percent Because a superstar on the Yankees, I think, has a higher degree of being a superstar because, or I should say, centerpiece of the Yankees, because Garrett Cole okay. is a superstar, but. There's only a few superstars you can have. Judge, Cole, right now. The centerpiece, centerpiece is, is a better word. DJ. Centerpieces of the Yankees are Judge, Cole, DJ. and DJ. And I would Glaber. pick those three. I think Glaber's a tier below at this moment. I yes, think, I think if you ask me in 2019, yes, he's, he's so absolutely a centerpiece. The way, a the way I see it, if you give me one person that I'm giving a contract to, you say, hey, you could Chandler, you're the GM of the Yankees for a day. You can give a contract extension to one Yankee that isn't locked up, and you really want him to be there. Who you pick? 
I pick Glaber Torres. I pick him over Judge at this point. Well, yeah, you, make, I agree. you bring up a good point because he doesn't really have the injury history that Judge has, so he checks that He had box. one bad he's, year, he's and he was way hurt. younger than Judge. He's 23, turning 24. I know that because his birthday is like three days before Alyssa's birthday. And also, every one of my, my girlfriend and her friends are obsessed with Glaber Torres. Right. So that's, oh, so, yeah, my girlfriend too. That's he's more, he's mad cute. That's more in his camp. He's mad cute. So that adds to his value. As I've no. heard, and so yeah, from an outside so. source, Glaber has "quote unquote" cake. So, from moving on, somebody else said that. I hope <laughs> somebody else did. I didn't. I you okay. said your girlfriend's brought it up. I'm just telling you that I've seen. Oh, they get riled Randler up Ching him. said that. They get riled <laughs> up. <laughs> so I we let's go back to that conversation. He, I don't think he's one of the Yankees studs. Right oh, kid. not oh, at the moment, dude. No. You, I'm not saying his potential. I have faith in him to be honestly one of the. I'm about Yankees, to. I, I think he'll be one of the Yankees who have the most MVP votes at this year. But I think if you ask me before the season started, who is one of the players who is a uh, wait, 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 I think he could get. Uh, my you bold, don't think he's a cornerstone? I don't know if this is a bold prediction, but I think he, at the end of the year, I think he could lead the Yankees in MVP. Well, that's not yes. That's not a bold prediction. That is, like, bold, that is bold prediction. He's like, that's not a bold prediction. He's, he's like six in the AL for he's MVP fifth odds. On the Yankees. No, in the whole American League, Glaber Torres is like fifth or sixth in MVP no, odds. No, Stanton, no. Judge, and DJ are top three. Okay, no, Glaber, yeah, I said top five or six. Glaber was up there. Look, on the Yankees. Glaber is up there yeah, yeah. in the no American way. League. He is. Look he it is. up. I'll pull it up. It's pull it, pull Ramirez, it up. He's in the top Jose 10. Jose Ramirez, Jose Abreu, Mike Trout. Uh, All right, don't Bregman. try and be a hero and do it off the dome. Pull Look him it up. up. Labor Torres. Labor's not no, up it's a good He point. is. I swear to God, he's up there. And we here's the thing. I don't believe you. Dude, I'm mad. Glaber Torres is one of the best Yankees right now. He's going to be one of the best Yankees of the future. And he, I mean, he was the centerpiece of the Chapman trade, if that tells you anything. And this is when the dude was in his fucking prime. Yes, yeah, so we're nobody, talking. Nobody is. But we're talking I, about Glaber's one of my favorite players. Here. We're, talking, we're talking about, like, there's a totally different conversation when you start talking about an MVP of the league. Like, yes, any, like, he could win it. Theoretically, anyone could fucking win it. I'm not talking about MVP. I'm talking. I'm talking about as as. Let's far, bring the let's bring this conversation back. Right. Well, hold on. No, 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 no. Let me let me saying, let me say one thing. I'm saying okay. He yes. may be not an MVP. Yes, I know. I'm right. You can get um, back to that in a second. Lock the screen. So, um, MVP. Yes, no, whatever. As far as cornerstone Yankees go, he is a building block of this team of the next ten years. If you let Glaber Torres go, that's a grave fucking mistake. Nobody said that. Yeah, 100%. well, you know, you guys are shitting on him, and I'm no, like, we're, no, yes, we're you, not. you kind of are. You kind of are. You're discrediting no, no him. One no one is shitting no, on him. Right, you, I don't think you guys understand his importance. If you get rid of, like, Chandler. All right, shut up. Just I will. Up. I'll shut up. My, Chandler. Just, it's upsetting. And no, because maybe people are thinking that's what I was trying to say. What I meant to say by that is the rest of the world, and I don't agree with this, is discounting Glaber is, and it's a little bit of the fact that the other three people I listed are the cornerstones, and they've performed higher levels in recent in the last season. But my main point about that whole thing was that the rest of the league is disrespecting him. Glaber, the Glaber Torres name is not the Glaber Torres name across the league nationally that it was in, at the end of 2019. That's all I'm saying. And I just said, I think that he's going to lead the Yankees in MVP votes. So actually the opposite of what you said. Fuck the MVP favorites, the odds, whatever it is. I personally, that's the faith I have in Glaber Torres, and I think he can do that. Now, defensively, that's a different question. His offense, I think, will bounce right the fuck back. He was dealing with injury. He was fat. He's not fat anymore. He looks great in the spring. I don't know. Take that with 
how you will. Is that how you say that saying? Take that with Take that as you will. will. Take, Take that, that as you will. Best. What did you say? Take that with, Take what, that how, with, you with how you will. I, I, added, I added an extra word. Okay. That's fine. You guys want to hear that? Take that as you will. But yes, he is. I just looked it up. He's tied for the fifth. Okay. That's not All right. even. Okay. Just chill. It doesn't matter. Same. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The, 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 here's the thing. I think that we're, where we're getting confused, where we're getting confused is that like, I think that there's two different conversations here. There's, there's, all right, let's not bang the phones around here. All right. Sorry. Here's, here's the conversation that we're trying to have. You guys can bitch about whose MVP odds is off air. But what I'm trying to say is that like, you have the cornerstones of the Yankees right now, right? That is a completely different conversation to the cornerstones of the Yankees for years to come. Can we at least agree on that? Like you have DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, just naming a few people. Like those are the the Yankee superstars right now who are going to be the main focus for this season and next season and maybe even a third season afterwards. I mean, what you said, I agree with that but, wholeheartedly. It's, yes, it makes well, sense. What I'm this. trying to say afterwards, like where I think you're getting confused, Chandler, is like we're not we're not saying that we're discrediting Gleyber Torres. What we're trying to say is that Gleyber Torres is probably the most important Yankee for the next. Yeah, five absolutely. to six, seven years. But in the short term, there's other people ahead of him who currently are the cornerstones of the Yankees. But if we're talking about overall value for the next six, seven years, Gleyber Torres is the most important the only, piece. The only person That's what we're trying to talk about. Is Dominguez, but he's way, way not not, make, not, He's not even in the conversation. I'm saying until exactly. he gets there. He hasn't even played a like, game yet. We're we'll not even talking about him right call now. in 2028. I'm just saying yeah. until he gets there. He, he's fucking he 17. And once he fucking Hopefully. hits he's one baseball, he's going to be a hell of a lot more important. I mean, Hopefully. not talking about him right now. So let me. He let could me, suck. We have no idea. Let me pose it as a question so this way. Just saying. <laughs> let me pose it as a question this way. When you're thinking about X factors coming into the 2021 season and you put down the list of players who, if they have a healthy, productive season that is even remotely close to what you're expecting, who has the bigger impact? If Judge has his expected season, yeah, that's awesome, but he hasn't done that in three years. So we know what we can be without him. If Glaber comes in and has his average season that we're expecting, you know, take 2020 out of the equation for anybody. Take it out of the equation and just do your average. Say he comes off 2019 and we're rolling straight into a 162-game season, healthy season, and you've got – you know, all things equal. That's the X factor for me as far as how the team runs. We know that we can produce without Judge. Can we produce without Glaber? Because that's a giant ass. That's a giant hole to fill. It's a hole in the infield. That's a good question. I want to. That's what I'm saying. Wanna, X factor wise, how do the Yankees do if Glaber doesn't perform? They do worse when Glaber doesn't perform than Judge. Judge is amazing. He's one of the best players in the league. But as far as Yankees team goes. When Glaber is down or Glaber isn't performing the team, it shows on the team. So just to clarify, you're saying who would we rather have in a perfect season, healthy, a fully healthy Glaber or a fully healthy Judd? Is that what you're trying to say? Not really. Would you rather? It's just like... I disagree with that. Who, if who, pro- if who produces more? Like, what, what are you trying to say? In no, like no, 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 no. Very, let, let very me, short let terms. Me, let me clarify. I don't think it's like a, a would you rather necessarily. It's just... You know, all things equal, what's the bigger factor? Who can you replace easier, Judge or Glaber? And I know you you can't replace Judge. You can't replace 50 home runs. You can't replace one of the best players in the league. 
But also, if Glaber goes down, what the fuck are you going to do? Tyler Wade? Glaber Torres is an X factor on this team. Better There's question. so many factors. The better that. question that we, we should be talking about that I wanted to say was, and we've had this conversation before, is that what would you build the team around? Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres or Aaron Judge. And that conversation's been had. We've, we've oh. had it. We've picked Glaber, I think, across the board. Yep. And I, I think, think I think today we asked that same question. I still think I pick Glaber Torres. I do too. Even after no, the I down think, year, I think I would pick Glaber Torres too. But I would make the I would guess that most Yankees fans would pick Judge. So here's the thing with Judge. I'm just saying in general, it's like, not that, like what a poll. I don't know. I think it's a lot closer than we're making. It I agree. No, I'm not I asking when it comes down. I'm not to asking what you think the world thinks. What does Nolan Murphy think? I think I would take Glaber strictly because of his age and his health. Compared to Judge, yep. But I think Aaron Judge is right now the better player. It's not a that's not the question. And Aaron Judge is one of the best players in baseball. That's not the question. It's not a slighted Judge. Like that's the thing that people don't get. They're like, oh wow, you don't think Judge is fucking good? Yes, Judge. When Judge, I love Aaron Judge. I absolutely love Aaron Judge. He's one of the best players in the game. I don't know if Glaber's ever going to be as good of a player as Judge. No, if Judge is healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. Better question. Who would you give a contract extension to? Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying is at the end I'll, of the I day. I won't even call it a long one. I'll say five years. Five years, I think I'd rather. Uh, still. Here's the I thing. Like, you, see, you take I a guy. Question is, I think that's still take a, a guy who's. You take a guy who's. But you don't think about Glaber, right? You're giving him five years no matter what. No, the, the, I don't think about either of them. If either of them will take five years, I'll well, give, the, the contract extension, you would I think would more about the judge versus the Glaber. I to either of them without blinking, obviously, but. I, the thing is, I don't think Glaber is ever going to be as good of a baseball player or have as much potential as Aaron Judge has. I, I agree. I disagree with that. A no, lot. well, here, can I, I say so. something? I, I agree. I agree that Judge, that if, if producing sense. at max capability, Judge is head and shoulders better. He's one of the best players in the league. He's on track to be a Hall of Famer if he's healthy, but, you know, if he's healthy. But. It just when you're building a team around somebody, who can you live without? And that's like I said, it's not a slight of judge. Judge is incredible, but we've proven time and time again that we can live without Judge because he's always, you know, whether it be the wrist or whatever, you call him injury prone, whatever you want. Like I said, this isn't a slight at him. Some of his injuries are unfortunate. Some are just, you know, he got hit by a ball. Tweak to muscle, if what, what have it. you. But hold on, let me finish. When Glaber's down, like last year, this team sputtered. When we went down in 2020 and Glaber was hurt, this team sucked ass. When Judge has been hurt, we've been able to pick up the slack. That's and cool. I'm not saying that Judge is replaceable because the dude's amazing, but as far as replaceable cornerstones go – Glaber's the one that when he's down, this team is fucked. It's because we have better outfielders than we yeah. have infielders. So oh, I agree. Not because of anything about it's what more he of a does team or what he's worth. It's because, of, it's because of, yeah. Back to Glaber. Have to this is the Glaber pod. We've had this conversation before. Are you guys worried about his defense? No. Yes. I'm not. His defense is below average, but. Yeah, where's Murphy? Let's point to him. He thinks. <laughs> he thinks that. Uh, you I'm worried. Were, all right. You're, tell us why. Yeah, tell us why. Because we have two very, very good infielders right now that are masking him in uh, Geo and DJ. So they're both very, very good defensively. If he's supposed to be the centerpiece that we want to go on and so forth, you can't really be a shortstop 
and have average to below average defense. So either one of two things is going to happen. He's not going to stay at shortstop long term, or he's going to have to figure out how to play defense. It's going to be one of those two things. Hopefully he learns how to play defense and it's easy. But by the time he's DJ, only 24 years old. No, I know, which is, which is why it's okay. But I'm saying long term, you don't want to invest your future in a shortstop that can't play defense. You could invest if he moves to second once DJ leaves or if there's some other shift we bring in, say we bring in some kind of offseason, say we bring in Seager, say we bring in Correa, whatever, next offseason. If we bring in Correa, I'm moving out of the United States. Theoretically, he could move. I don't see him staying at shortstop with this level of defense. Here's the thing. So it concerns me. Where did Cleaver Torres has had a very short career so far. Where has he played most? Second base. Second base. So that's fine. Came up as a second. So what, what, what I'm trying to say is though, like, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna stab you right in the back here with your own quotes. Go ahead. Short sample size. Small, Small sample size. Oh yeah, no, of course. You can't, like, you can't quote somebody and misquote. I'm not saying he won't be good at defense. I'm saying I'm concerned about his defense. I, yeah, there's, a, there's an early concern, but I think people, I personally think people read too much into it because I feel like there's always there's always something that people are, are trying to go after people at, and it's like, oh, fucking, he can't field like. Let's fucking argue about it. It's just it's one of those things people just want to want to argue about. Yes, I'm not saying he's a good fielder. I'm not saying he's a goal glover. I'm saying I think people read into it a little too much. And when you actually think about like the actual imp- impact of his fielding on the outcome of the game, I would put him at shortstop every single game and and, and give him the opportunities he needs to figure it out. It's without weird without any issues for now. Yeah. So for, for now, yes. If he makes oh, if he yeah. makes countless errors, completely different story. I'm saying. For right now, I don't think there's enough evidence to say you cannot be our starting shortstop no, forever. No, of course Agreed. he's going to be. He's just he is a step down from Didi's defense, which we're used to, and mm. Jeter prior. And then the thing with me that bothers me a lot, and everybody bothers everybody, is that he makes the spectacular plays and he misses the routine ones. Yeah. And that I think to me is something that that's a, a good sign. I think he can cut down exactly. the routine ones if you can make the spectacular ones. Now it's just a consistency thing. It's a reps thing. Get more reps at shortstop. Get more reps at second if that's where you're going to play. We, I think we're all in agreement that we're not only not worried about the bat, we are ecstatic about the bat. Even yeah. after a down year, quote-unquote, he has a career 122. Well, look at his last he half. He has a career 122 OPS plus, even with the bad, bad, I keep saying, last year. Air cool 122 OPS watching. plus. That is very good. That's gross. He's 22% better than the average player offensively that's no question one last thing before we shut this one down because we're trying to get better about doing these roll calls say in, the, in the actual time frame that we said they would be some of them end up being 40 minutes this one i think may be a good size obviously in the rookie class coming up he came up with bigger names now Heavy hitters like acuna now tatis Soto, those names. He was in that group, and when he was coming up his rookie year, he was aligned with them. Now, in recent years, he's stepped back a little bit in comparison to them. How far, how big do you think the gap is between the Acunas and them? Like, they were so close in 2018. As, as, as the names, as prospects... The other two, the other three in that category, Tatis was a year behind. He was 2019, he debuted. But Acuna and Soto are now in MVP talks. We're talking, yes, Glaber's in the MVP talks, but he's not a favorite. Soto and and Acuna are very much favorites. How big is that gap and how 
do you think labor this year can make that closer? Because it was very close a couple of years ago, and people forget that. that was, that's not outlandish for me to say. As, no, it's not me no, being a Homer Yankee fan saying, oh, Glaber Torres is better than Ronald Acuna. No, no, I know they're both better than him at this he was time, a top 10 prospect but they were very close. He was the in number one prospect. Glaber Torres was the number one under prospect. The Yankees or under the Cubs? Under the Yankees. Both. He had Tommy. Let me put it this way: Tom, uh, he had Tommy John, and he was still a top ten prospect. I think he was number three after Tommy John. And to me, the gap isn't that big. I think it's just a "what have you done for me lately" thing. <clears throat> like you were saying, twenty twenty was a down year for him. But what? How much are you going to put into twenty twenty? You can work those stats however you want. You can look at you know some guys that come out there and hit. 360, and I'm going to use DJ as an example because it's just, you know, a small sample size. I love DJ, and I think he's one of the best hitters in the AL, but can he hit th- almost 370 in a full season? No. So, you know, work the stats however you want, but in the grand scheme of things, that's that's what are, that's what's going to stick in people's minds. And coming into a new season, all things being equal, I don't think he's that far behind them. Like talent wise, just raw talent, he's right there, neck and neck with them. And I think if he can come out there, eliminate the mental errors, because like you were saying, his errors don't feel he can make the great plays. The other ones are just bonehead mistakes. Sign. That's not that's not a lack of talent. That's a mental error from yeah. a young kid. That's an age thing. It's a it's, it's an age thing. It's a ref thing. It's a confidence focus. thing. It's a confidence. It's a focus. It's a mental. In at the end of the day, it's a focus. You watch an easy one. It's a mental thing. That hurts me. Yeah. You think about that. It's like oh, I really should have exactly. Made that. And then it, you take that into the next one. It's all mental. But then you make a fucking step spectacular play, and you're like, oh, maybe I'm good. It's all a mental <laughs> thing. And with him, I feel like when everything's clicking offensively, everything's clicking defensively. When he's doing well, nothing can go wrong. And I think as long as he is near his potential and he can eliminate the boneheaded, you know, just lazy mistakes, he's right there in the conversation. Um, I don't think he's a step behind at all. I think he's right there neck and neck to answer your question. Yeah. Do you just I, remember how exciting he was playoffs? Still Astros is. Series. No, no, I'm just saying. I, and that, that wasn't yes, saying he isn't run. anymore. I'm just saying think back to that Glaber Torres. I am willing to throw away the 60-game season if you guys are. Absolutely. And when Here's, I say that, I mean also for Gary Sanchez. I'm, no. I'm, 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 how about for no, DJ? We're, how about we're not talking about Gary at all right now. Hold on. Before, before <laughs> we get into anything else. Yeah, about well, guys like Yelich, too. Down here, but he's exactly. very good at baseball. He had but a, even oh, the, even the Brewers manager OPS was like... For the last two years. People bounce back after bad years all the time, whether yeah. it's 60 games or 162, but you got to consider... 60 where you start in the middle of the summer. Nobody's ready for it. Everybody's just kind of dicking around. They're like, hey, you're going to play baseball in a week. And like, oh, fuck, here we go. You know, it takes... That's what spring training's for. You got to shake off the rust, and that's what we've talked about before, especially coming in as a hitter. It's all about timing. And some people, you can't just, you know, snap back into your timing. And kind of like Glaber, and that's kind of a point I wanted to bring up, is that, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he had a slow start. But look at his back half. His back half of the 2020 season was more of the 2019 guy. He was coming back to form. He was hitting, and he was hitting for power. He was hitting doubles. You know, that was the big thing is like, yeah, Glaber's kind of back, you know, eh, whatever. He had a shitty start. He had a really bad two weeks when he was hurt. But now all he's hitting is singles. Look at his last half of the year. He's starting to hit for more power. 
And, you know, that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm thinking, you know, and that's what spring training is for is to get you in that rhythm. And I think now that he's crushing it this spring, I think rolling into the season, he'll have his rhythm and it'll kind of be the back half of 2020, but for a full, you know, elongated season. I have very high hopes for him. And like I said in the beginning, I think he, I don't know if this is bold, Murphy, but I think he, I think he is my pick to lead the Yankees in MVP votes. I think I think he's that good. I, I don't think it's a bad take. I do think it's a bold take because I, think, I think that I like semi bold. Me and Chandler were passing phones back and forth, and the odds, <laughs> like they had the odds that he had had Glaber hot, tied had for better, fifth, better odds than DJ, which I don't think is valid. I think that Judge has the best odds. I think DJ has the second best odds, and then I think is any combination of Voit, Stanton, Cole. And Glaber. I disagree. Yes. People are assuming the DJ, there's room to regress because he's been yeah, on top know. of the world the past two years. I don't see it, but that's a regression candidate. Glaber is a, for lack of a better word, aggression candidate. He's he's in he's in line to be better. That like no, I agree. I think one of the factors. That's why I think that's what the odds are saying. It's definitely a hot take. It's not a lukewarm take. I know. Let's make it March Madness. You're picking like a three seed to get to the final four. Yeah, that's like it's it's like. All right. I can see it. A loop take. take. All I'm but saying, not, he has the potential, and I wouldn't be he's shocked. Texas. I wouldn't be shocked. And I took Texas, and and, took Texas into the national championship. That's why I said it. Roll Tide, by the way. Roll. Uh, what's their logo? Longhorns? Longhorns. <laughs> Seminoles. I think yes, one sir. of the things that were. I think one of the, Going back to what you're saying about Tatis and Soto and Acuna, like. Oh, yeah. I know. This this guy, like. I think I think Leo Torres gets a little bit outshined because he's on the Yankees. I feel like Tatis is the centerpiece of the uh, of San Diego. Like, like all those guys we just mentioned, Tatis, Acuna, Soto, they're all the centerpiece of their individual teams. Glaber is not the centerpiece. And it's just because there's other people around him who are so much – not so much better, but who are better than him or who are the – they they share the limelight with him. Jokes on the rest of the league. And, the Yankees are really good. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> that, that outshines it a little baseball. bit. Like I would just look up some quick stats and – Career-wise, Gleyber Torres is a 6.6 war, and Tatis is a 7.0. Tatis had and one less one, year. Two less year. Right, but also Gleyber had a fucking down year. So, like, we're, all, we're, all, we're picking fucking... Uh, I would know. compare the, the Acuna... I, I, Tatis has one full less year than they do. So I don't think... War, yeah, war is, like, war is I'm, a bad comparison. I, I'm not comparing war regardless. I think it's not the best stat to ever compare people. I'm just saying, like, I think that the main reason why, you know... We're not putting him in the same category as, as other guys because the Yankees are the Yankees and other great people. Who That's are a on good team. point. No, I agree. Put put Glaber Torres on the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you're like, holy! Ah, I don't think you. I, That's think, not a bad I, don't think, I don't think anybody. In the we don't know Pirates. who he is anymore. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think people. Not know a bad example. Him. You're like, holy shit! The Pirates suck, but. God, so but goddamn, look at that one player so they he's had. McCutcheon. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's like Mike Trout for the longest part of his career. Like, you know, like, yeah, the Angels are amazing, but look at the best player baseball. All right. I, Long story short. No, that's good. Do you want to? I was going to say that. Comments? I don't think you guys would really like this very much, but I think that right now, off of last year, including the six-game season, he sits in the same boat as Albies and Otani, a little bit behind Soto. That's fair. A little bit behind Acuna. I agree. Something I agree. Something yeah, I agree but I think that. that he. But I think that out of those, I think Otani has the best chance no. to break up into that 
elite class. Sorry, Chandler. Mm. And then I think Glaber. That's is, like cussing is a at bit me. Behind him. I saw, okay. I feel like you stabbed me in the neck. All right. Training, he's hitting the ball 470 over the over the batter's yeah, eye. No. He's also throwing 102 mile an hour fastballs. I'm and 98 mile an hour Otani's baseball cards. And he's making people look stupid. Otani is going to be really good this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate him too. If he's healthy, same situation. Want to be rookie of the year? Go ahead. Either way. Long story short, it may not have seemed like it throughout this episode, but we like Glaber Torres. You thought we hated him. We were actually saying the opposite. Nobody hates him. Nobody hates him. I, I love Glaber Torres. I would like him to clean up the defense. Just to summarize, clean up the defense. Stop making those stupid errors. You make the good plays, make them all. Or not even all of them. Make, make a good amount of them, and I'll be happy. Be an average defender because your bat plays way better than anything else, and that's why you're in the lineup. I can see him being a middle-of-the-order guy, top-of-the-order. I know Boone doesn't like to mess with the order, but expect him in the middle meat of the order. It's a pretty damn good 6-5 hitter, that was 7, wherever, six, he, seven. wherever he falls. Pretty damn good hitter to have there. Love Labor Torres. I stand by it. I think he leads the Yankees in MVP votes. That'll do it for me. Labor Torres, I'm, I'm excited about him. I think he has a big, I don't even want to call it a bounce back year because 2020 was it's bounce back not year. even, th- not, I mean, it's a bounce back in terms of his public perception, but I don't think that he really had that down. He's got somewhere to bounce back from. It's exactly. Bounce back year. Labor Torres. 2021 uh, AL MVP. See you there. See you then. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. <laughs>